You a sleepy baby? Fuck, oh, dude, you have no idea. Yeah, that's over this shit. <laughs> what do you mean? Is it the weather? No, fucking no days off. Oh, true. Did you work today? Yeah. That's gay. I mean, that's like get done. That's like mad gay. It is, but it is what has to be done. I don't approve. Thinking of taking a fucking week off eventually. You ought to. Just to do nothing. It's really but, like, nice. actually do nothing. I've done have, staycation have before. Zero shit planned at all. Like maybe not even put fucking clothes on. We could even bank a podcast and not even pod that week. Yeah, but here's the thing. We're booked until fucking August. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there is that. At least this is fun to do. Wait, we got that one week. Yeah, the week of the the week after the twentieth. Fuck, I think we're working that week. I can't leave him hanging last minute. Fuck me. Nah, probably not. Are we going? Hmm? Yeah. You ever take a cold shit? No. So I've been fucking lake shitting for the past like two days. You said shit. You said hold on shit earlier. You said hold on shitting a lake might be a minute. Defo- what does that mean besides what I think it means being a huge amount? Yeah. Yes. It's exactly what it sounds like. Uh. It's shitting a lake, like liquid (laughs) shit that smells like lake or bay water. (laughs) But for some reason, I guess, you know, because I just fucking chugged out a fucking iced coffee when I got off today. And I guess it went straight from my fucking lips to my asshole (laughs) and came out iced. (laughs) So I had like a, a shit, a cold lake. So <laughs> it might be like Lake Erie or Huron or Superior. It was brutal. Um, I've definitely, but I definitely shit really hot liquid shits before. Obviously. Well, yeah, that's after like eating chicken wings or fucking yeah, something crazy stuff like that. But a lake shit, dude, like a fucking iced iced out lake. Never icy cold. <sighs> good for what ails you sometimes that's really funny it sounds refreshing quite honestly <laughs> well we we brought this up in an old episode how great it would be to have ice ice turds yeah i remember ice turds just to cool down your rim after like a <laughs> say you were just beating up on some indian food or some <laughs> you know some it, it, buffalo wings or a, something a real knife fight <laughs> yeah just have like a nice fucking little icicle come out of your hiney hole and just kind of to that edge. <laughs> I mean, it is quite nice sometimes, but it was just weird when a liquid one comes out that way. Yeah. Did any ice cubes come out with it? <laughs> Dude, that would have been great. <laughs> Sound like some porn of fountain soda in the bowl? Yes. Ah, damn it. <laughs> what would be even, like, if you drank more carbonated drinks... If it came out carbonated, too. Well, that was the other flip side of the ice turds was carbonated piss. Yeah, but carbonated liquid shits, too. Damn. I had a foamy shit the other day, too. I've had those, yeah, many times. Those are odd. It's like, what the fuck causes that? They, I know. And they feel funny. It's just like... It's like a milkshake machine when it's, like, out. Not like a, like a soft-serve machine when it's running out of stuff. Yeah. And it's just like... And you look, why is my ass rabid? You look down and there's bubbles. It's yeah. so strange. It's like, why is my asshole rabid? <laughs> it doesn't make any goddamn sense. I was fucking thinking. Is there any, like, actresses out there that everybody in the world is like, oh my god, they're so beautiful, yada, yada, yada. And you just think they're kind of beat looking? Like, as a, Yeah. Yeah, sure. like they're not attractive at all, and you don't like you don't understand why this person is like considered like a quote unquote sex symbol or oh sure shit like that. Like, who would you say? Lena Dunham, easy. I have no idea who that is. That's fine. What the fuck has she been in? Uh, Skins. The fuck is that? Some show that was allegedly on TV, and she's been in the public eye ever since. She's been in movies and shit. I've all, never heard her. All I know is that in that show, you know the guy who played Kylo Ren, Adam Driver? Yeah, that's the boy right there. He fucked her in the ass in one episode and it was like a oh. it was like a plot point. As but you she, do? Sure, yeah, but she's like 
like dragged behind a car on the concrete ugly. Is she built well? No. Damn. She's built Can like she act? I don't know. I've never watched it. She's she's well, built you like watched a, it enough to watch it get fucked in the ass. I heard about this. She's built like a kindergarten teacher. Well, that's she's famous. Some fucking hot ass kindergarten teachers out there just right. has to be. Or maybe I'll, I'll refer. Uh, she's built like an eleventh grade teacher. There's some pretty hot eleventh grade teachers, man. I haven't met them. Not in How my school. How many eleventh grade teachers do you know? Off the top of my head, that you didn't have in eleventh grade. Mm, zero, I think. See, there you go. Your talent pool is way the fuck off, dude. Why yeah. the fuck are we going to Gloucester City? Whatever <laughs> the fuck you said, stupid word. Gloucester. Gloucester? That's a good, good ass question. Then there's a lot more vowels and consonants than it would be that I would think Gloucester is spelled. Yeah, you can knock the U out of there, the C, one of the E's. One, of, one or, yeah. G L O S T E R. Anyway, back to fucking. Yeah. Jennifer Garner is fucking beat looking. You think so? Yeah, dude. Like, we're talking Jennifer Garner like Daredevil? Yeah, she's got a fucking jaw like Superman. One time... That thing's like a 90 degree angle. I, I don't know if she's beat looking. I wouldn't call her conventionally attractive either, nah. but... Beat? I don't think so. But the one that fucking just drives me nuts, because I actually think she's a great actress, is Sigourney Weaver. Oh, I love Sigourney Weaver. Why? As an actor, but like... Yeah, but she, she looked 70 when she was 20. Like in the Alien movies? Yeah. She looked okay, but no. not, she wasn't a starlet by any means. I thought she was mom hot. No. Yeah, I Not do. even. I think so. She looked like a divorced mom like in her first movie role. Yep. And she was probably like 19. And that's not good. And I wonder how old she was in that movie. No idea. Definitely. The first Alien probably in her 20s. Easily early 20s, but still. Yeah, it's like, like, I don't get that shit. Well, it's not for us to get. Well, you yeah, yes end this bit. You're I doing really well. I, let me finish. I don't think she's that unattractive. Ugh, something's wrong with you, dog. And there's, like, plenty of other girls out there that are just, they're good looking. Don't get me wrong. But they're not, like, I don't see why people are falling over them. Like, they're the greatest thing that ever walked the earth. Like who? Like Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie is gorgeous. She, yeah. She's gorgeous, right? Yeah. She's an, but she's, she's a, nothing special. Acting-wise? Across the board-wise. I mean, gorgeous is pretty re- remarkable in the looks department. Yeah, but in Hollywood? Oh, well, that's a good point. I mean, look at who she's up against. She's a Hollywood six. Fucking, I don't think so. I think she's she's definitely a ten. Even even for Hollywood. She does there's nothing about her that stands out. Her face. Compared to what yeah, but she just looks like every other blonde actress. Sure, but she's still pretty. I'm not you're not fucking paying attention to me at all. I'm not saying she's ugly. I you, did not say she's ugly. You're saying she doesn't no, she doesn't stop, bring- stop and listen. I didn't say she was ugly. I said in the frame of everybody's falling all over her, I don't think she's deserving of people worshiping at the idol of Margot Robbie. Sure, she's she pretty? Yes, is she is she gorgeous? I even said so. But compared to like other contemporaries of her, she's a six. Sure, it depends. But on your everybody's taste. talking about her like she's like the fucking second coming of Pussy Christ, and it's just I don't see it. Well, when she, I know all I know is when she hit the scene. In uh, Wolf of Wall Street When she was 23 I was like Who the fuck is that She looked incredible She was incredible In that movie And even the uh, The goddamn Not Suicide Squad The fucking I didn't see it though Birds of Prey Uh, Uh, I didn't see that one I don't know why I saw it But I did It was fine But still I I think she's very hot I'm not saying she's ugly I'm just saying She's nothing special She's not remarkable In the scope of Hollywood hot Yeah I understand you now. Everybody's acting like like they like just something they've never seen before. Like she's the aurora borealis of tits, and it's like, <laughs> nah, I don't fucking get it. And acting wise, she's fine. Yeah, that I agree with for sure. She's fine. Now who 
like if she were to fucking retire altogether, she won't be missed. You were to forget about her in five years. Yeah, she won't be missed until the next time Suicide Squad comes up and stream. You're like, oh yeah, her. I forgot about her. Mm-hmm. Now, who does blow your skirt up? See, I like the unconventional hot. All right. This is the one that's a most people will not agree with me with is Jillian Anderson. From uh, Goddamn X Files? Yes. Scully is hot. Yeah. Another one. She's objectively Juli- hot. Julianne Moore. From. She was in Boogie Nights. Goddamn. Honestly, she was the first. She's the only redhead in 90% of Hollywood movies. I I know her name so well. Pale as fuck. Fuck. You hold her up to a light bulb, you can see her vascular system. <laughs> Well, thinking, I mean, it's just I have a fucking thing for redheads. You have a thing for really pale ones. That's, I do. I love pale women. It's come up before. Either pale or dark. Hmm. True. Dark like fucking Middle East dark. That's my shit. Find me a nice Egyptian woman. Yeah. With like a fucking dog head. <laughs> or an ibis head. But yeah, I want to see the statue of Anubis. All I know is I fucking brought up Margot Robbie not being all that great, and you fucking got mad. I mean, she's objectively like, she's she's definitely in my opinion, in my own opinion, she like A- Akash brought this up. He said when you go to L.A., especially in Hollywood, like the scale of women one to ten, it's objective around the country for the most part. But when you go out there, there's another scale. Like there's a, there's 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 one to ten and there's ten to twenty and in my opinion she's a twenty. That's just me though. I mean, if you just like plain ass vanilla, nah, I, I, something about her, I like it. And even in the goddamn uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that movie sucked. I don't think so. I thought it was good. Movie was it was ass. long. It was long as all get out, but movie I liked it a fucking, lot. Actually, most movies you've brought up have been ass. Fucking Wolf of Wall Street. Ugh. As opposed to what? As opposed to nothing. I thought it sucked. Uh, whatever. I'm not comparing it to other movies. I'm comparing it to itself. Why? Why is it so bad? Because I didn't enjoy it and it wasn't good. Okay. It's not a very good reason. <laughs> I mean, it's all the reason I need. Why didn't you like this movie? Because I watched it and when it was over, I was like, hey, I didn't enjoy that. I didn't know I had to fucking write a 19-page dissertation on why that shit was boring as fuck. There's nothing in that movie for me to connect with in any way whatsoever. Like, I'm, I've gotten so picky about movies later on in life because there's so fucking many movies, for one, that the subject matter has to be something I'm interested in okay. for me to even want to watch it. And it's like, wasn't that a Scorsese flick? Uh, Wolf of Wall Street? I yeah. think so. Yeah. It's like, so yeah, it what, we're going to watch him do the same shit over and over again, the same type of dialogue, the same 10 actors. He changes in two or three, and that's about it. It's like, uh, I'm tired of that fucking dude. <laughs> it's like, it's either, okay, what's Leonardo DiCaprio playing this time? Oh, this time fucking Robert De Niro's Irish? All right. It's, it's like, he can fucking kick rocks, dude. After the Irishman, I think he should be done. I think he should be done altogether. He hasn't had a fucking good idea in a long time. And once upon a time in Hollywood, fucking Tarantino? That dude stinks. You don't like any Tarantino movies? At all? Um, I liked Reservoir Dogs. Was that him? Uh, I think he he was involved in it, but it wasn't his movie. I like that. I like that movie a lot. That's about it. Hmm. But no. I think ninety percent of his movies is him writing dialogue to see how many times he can get away with dropping the N word, <laughs> and then ten minutes of like something actually happening in the movie, and that's it. Hmm. It's like let's have like fucking forty thousand pounds of dialogue, ten percent of things happening, and see how many times we can pepper in as many racial slurs as we possibly can. And then we'll dig up some actor who hasn't been anything in 30 years and try to get them back on top. And it's just like, 
His movies are like fucking three hours plus when they could easily be an hour and 45 and still get the same stupid point across. Even two and a half. He stinks. So needless to say, you didn't like Pulp Fiction. And that Pulp Fiction sucked. Now what about Kill Bill? Not even Kill Bill? The action sequences are good. Everything awesome. else is stupid. The, act, the, act, the, the story is pretty I'm going wacky. to kill Bill. Oh, that's some great dialogue right in there, Quentin. <laughs> the story is pretty wacky. It's like... It's because the fucking... The guy who did the action sequences did the raid. And that movie rules. That movie does rule. But here's the thing. 95% of his fucking action in his movies are just him ripping off shit he saw in older movies. Well, also... There's a difference between fucking paying homage to something and then just copying it. And also, I could just watch the raid. Yeah. Or you can watch the raid too. It was also great. Also good. So, yeah, if Quentin Tarantino can fucking bite it. And I, sorry, dude, fucking, I don't give a shit. Travolta sucks. I've never liked John Travolta. Travolta has always sucked. Samuel L. Jackson is overrated as fuck. He's like this, like, what would we guess? He's an angry black man in this movie? <laughs> huh. <laughs> what range? You know, like, fuck you. How many motherfuckers did he yeah. sign on for? <laughs> yeah, it's like. He's, he's one of those dudes that just doesn't actually act. He's just himself, just himself. in a different wardrobe. So is uh, another one people There's disagree with. There's tons of people like that. And Den- you're like, oh. like Denzel. Eh. He's, de- he's Denzel in every movie. Yeah. If you think about it, he really is. I don't is. think he's as bad as most. No. He's, he's objective. But, he's a great actor. Yeah, but I can definitely... Let people say that He's one dimensional At the end of the day I think Denzel's power Is his agent He knows how to pick a movie That's Uh. not gonna bomb Mm. Cause name the last Denzel movie That out and out Bombed Can't I can't It was called Virtuosity Oh (laughs) He fought a virtual (laughs) reality criminal Played by Russell Crowe I've never even heard of it Came out in the 90s Oh well, he's made great movies since yeah. then. Yeah, and like, so, and he doesn't do one, he does a movie like every five years. Yeah, if that. Yeah, so, yeah, his track record is impeccable, whereas Samuel L. Jackson seems like... He says yes to everything. If you call him up, he'll do it. You got $200,000? Yeah. Coming. All right, just make sure you pick out what you want me to wear, but I'm not going to read any dialogue. I'm just going to act like myself. <laughs> I'm not, he's, he's not method by any means, but... I just think he fucking stinks. <laughs> not, yeah, Tarantino just—he's just a fuck. I think he's a hack, dude. I'm definitely sick of this fucking shit about he's only making ten movies and then he's retiring. Good. I don't care. Ten movies. He's already up to like twenty. Make it. I thought I, he made like twenty. He's like or direct directing that he's actually directed. He's only he's only doing ten. I think but, he's over ten by now. Not include this doesn't include sequels. It's just like oh, I know. He's gonna find caveat. It's fucking some stupid. Exactly. That's exactly my point. He's a fucking dork. Exactly my fucking point. He's obvious. He's already directed technically more than ten movies. So it's like, what's the point of even counting it down anymore? The only cool. Do you want to retire? Fucking retire. The only cool shit he ever did was punch Weinstein in the face. (laughs) Allegedly. No, apparently it happened. Was it corroborated by somebody? Weinstein. All right. That's that's fine. The only people that have ever actually spoken out against him and physically attacked him was uh, Tarantino and Brad Pitt. I heard the Brad Pitt one, too. Yeah. I hope it's true. I think true. Brad Pitt just yoked him up against the wall that's, and threatened his life. That's still pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm not taking away from what he did, but... It's good It's good to I, know that he's Quentin, got... I know Quentin fucking like, pieced him in his jaw piece. It's good to know he's no. got the dog in him. But... <laughs> yeah. I was like, some movies anymore, it's just like... It's got to be, because there's so many fucking movies out there. It's got to be a subject that I'm kind of interested in. And right now, I'm completely beyond movies that are real life. What I mean by that is like, oh, this is a movie about people falling in love. Like, whatever, I can do that. This isn't entertaining to me. This isn't interesting to me. This is a movie about people going to fuck another planet, another, like, you know, nebula. I'm in. Mm-hmm. It's got to be some shit I've never seen before and I never will see. Something original. And there's been enough fucking crime and gangster movies now 
that they can just stop. You've gotten every ethnicity of gangster that there is, and they've all been played by the same three or four Italian people mm-hmm. and done by the same three directors. It's like, we've I'd, had enough of that. I definitely... Like, let me guess. He starts off as a street-level thug, rises his way to the top, and then somebody he thought was his friend betrays him to the cops. <laughs> huh. Like, who fucking cares anymore? We don't need any more mafia movies. We don't. We don't need mafia movies. We don't need the Irish mob. See, I... We don't need any of that shit. I was about to say, I can't remember the last good Irish mob movie. That was authentic that I've seen. I don't think any of them are all authentic. That would be something interesting. I want to hear about the IRA, like, truly. Because in any movie and, like, in that mo- in the... Uh, that show uh, Sons of Anarchy there's like an IRA element like they're in the yeah. shadows and in some there's some part of one season that's who I want to hear about not some fucking wahoos on a Harley damn I had a water down here and it just disappeared <laughs> do you you want this one how the fuck did that happen <laughs> that is wild is, is I put it in not? a fucking couple down here that and one. it just disappeared dude I thought that was yours no mine's over here on my left motherfucker you silly goose no, I'm telling you dude I want to make. I'm gonna make an IRA movie, and it's gonna have all this build up for like 45 minutes. Samuel L. Jackson's gonna call <laughs> one of them the N word, and then the bomb's gonna go off in an apartment when they were trying to build it, and they're all gonna die. <laughs> movie over. Motherfucker. So yeah, it's like Boom. it's like. So movies have like been ruined for me. The same like I stopped watching TV like years ago I because can't do TV. there's no shows that are interesting to me. I can't do TV. It has to be so good for me to watch it. Like everybody, last one everybody was fucking was trying to sell me on was uh, Breaking Bad. Mm. Like, oh, it's about a teacher that's like dying of cancer, so he starts cooking meth in his garage. I'm like, so what? He's like, it's so good, it's so well acted. I'm like, yeah, but it's still about something I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> you know, you can have the best script with the best actors in a movie about sewing. Are you gonna watch it? <laughs> The no. fa- the Phantom Thread. You You're mean? not gonna fucking watch it. <laughs> Starring Daniel Day Lewis. That movie sucked. What are you talking about? There's a movie about sewing. <laughs> yeah. So who the fuck wants to see that shit? <laughs> I went like a dumbass. Well, I in my defense, I had movie pass at the time, but I still went because like it's Daniel Day Lewis. It's highly acclaimed. He stinks. I'll watch it. It stunk. It stunk to high heaven. He's another overrated one. He only does a movie every 10 years. Like, who gives a shit? All his best movies are behind him. Oh, yeah. My, what was it? My Left Foot? Fuck you. Fuck that movie. Or Dances with Wolves? Eat a dick. Fuck that movie, too. Wait, was he Dances with Wolves or was that Costner? Costner? He's another one that stinks. He can fuck off, too. What was the one with fucking uh, Daniel what Dave Lewis played a fucking native? Uh, Last of the Mohicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie sucked balls. i never seen it. I like There Will Be Blood, though. Great, so you like one of his movies? Also, too fucking long. <laughs> so you like one of his movies? One of his six movies? Sure. <laughs> I love people that say that shit. They're like, oh, I love that actor. Like, what's your, like, what are your favorite movies of his? I like this one. You're like, that's it? Paul Dano was better in that movie than he was. Paul Dano is fucking good. Paul Dano rocks. Paul Dano is good. He, he, he made, But I've only seen him in two movies. <laughs> that's why I'll never, I'll never be beyond good. I've only seen him in Looper. And the Batman, yeah, he was in he was in There Will Be Blood. He's been he's been in all kinds of shit too. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking Paul Dano. Yeah, I, I guarantee I've never seen him. Yeah, Paul Dano is awesome. Part cars only jump one lane to New Jersey. Whatever. It's good that they have two lanes closed on the middle of the day on a weekend. That's very smart. So. uh the venue tonight. We're on our way to a show. Well, I gotta play it. You're just hanging. Mm-hmm. And they said like there was a flood in the venue. It's a two-story venue, and all the shit is upstairs. So I'm like, you guys got a wet basement, and you canceled. All right. I heard something else. What'd you hear? In the comments of on the uh, the post of a one Marty Shay. <laughs> Apparently, the original venue doesn't um, doesn't Ugh. doesn't like doing metal bands. Like they have a propensity against them. So how the show ended up there in the first place, this I book, don't know. Show's been booked for three months. Right, I've been. I I remember seeing the flyer forever ago. Even even when the 
the last Sunburster flyer I saw was the yeah. April 8th show. What the fuck? But still, it's been booked forever. Why would they sit on it all this time? Until the day of, I don't know. Yeah, and the kid showed me uh, the text message he got from the venue with the excuse and all that shit. And it was from like 10 o'clock this morning. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> fuck that venue then. Yeah. And also, like, you you know who booked the show? Yeah. You know him well? No. Okay, well, have you played for him before? Well, no. He's in that band, uh, Morbid Cross, is playing. Okay. Do you know the impetus of the show? Like, why they booked it? Like, it's their eight-year anniversary as a band. April 30th is their I guess. anniversary? So why not just do it on the 29th on a Saturday? No clue. No. Oh, good. When uh, it goes the last-minute venue change, because, like I said, the venue changed this morning. Yeah. Every band on it was like, yo, just reschedule it. Yeah. And the kid was adamant about just moving it That's to another place. And we're just like, all right. I completely assumed that it would just be rescheduled. And all day today, I haven't done a goddamn thing. It was great. I wasn't, I wasn't like, up or down about going to the show in the first place. But I was like, eh, if it gets rescheduled, fuck it. I know why. When I first, when they first, like, yeah, the show is going to probably fall through. I was like, cool. I can go home and go to bed early. <laughs> fuck yes, dude. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I haven't jerked off in like three months. Maybe I'll do that too, but no. God forbid. Yeah. God, God forbid, forbid I have some fucking me time. <laughs> no, I just... I don't know why the fuck they decided... And why eight? Why not ten? That's what I'm saying. Or five. Or I don't know. Or not at all. Or not at all. <laughs> just Who cares about an anniversary at no all? I have no idea how long we've been a band. Six minutes. I think we started in 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2017 because Iron Price started 2015. I remember when Cancer Priest was new because Messenger was in the band and I heard about it from him. <laughs> that fucking weirdo. That that real life Mario character. Dude, he he's something. When I was still on Tinder, like crushing fatties. Mm. Every time, like. You'd match, you'd hook up with a girl off of Tinder, you'd go on a couple of dates with him and shit like that, fuck, whatever. Uh, they you go, obviously, they'd add you on fucking Facebook and all this shit. <laughs> you see the Every mutuals? mutual friend <laughs> was Mikey Messenger and Mike from Damnation AD. <laughs> so I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. That's so good. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I'm Eskimo Brothers with both of them multiple times over. I'm so fucking glad I fucking got rid of that app, though. What's so bad about it? Nothing's wrong with the app itself. I mean, because honestly, I did quite well on it, but... Hmm. You know, you fucking meet up with a girl, you fuck, and then you move on and you feel like a piece of shit. I was like, hey, this is... I've had enough of this. Hmm. See, I, I never felt that way after going separate it's ways with a girl. Young. Like I've never felt like a piece of shit, just oh, because I, feel like I a did piece of shit twenty four hours a day. Just because I didn't get along with somebody who I didn't know, and it wasn't even that I didn't get along with them. It's just that they didn't want anything more than a hookup. That's fine. Yeah, it's not like I did anything wrong or they did anything wrong. It's just like it was never meant to go anywhere beyond that. Yeah, transactional, really. And there's actually two girls I met off it that has been constant repeat visits. Hmm. And you just meet up, you fuck, and you go your separate ways, and it is what it is. Sounds nice. But yeah, you'd think, hmm. but still, for some reason, you feel like you're doing something wrong. Hmm. At least I do. Yeah, it sounds like a you thing. Yeah. But that's neither here nor like, there. Like I never mistreat anybody or nothing like that. I'm not a fucking dirtbag. No. But still, you're just like, ah, my. I feel I was just like, I'm too old to be doing this. Sure, that makes more sense. Yeah. When I when I was in my single times and I was I was using the apps, I met zero people off of uh, Bumble. Uh, I only used Tinder. That was it. Hinge wasn't around yet or any of the other ones. I and I met one person off of Tinder. One. One. And we dated for eight months. Jesus, how the fuck is that possible? I'm. I think you're too picky. Is what it is. I'm too picky. I'm definitely too picky and. I would I would match with somebody, have a little conversation, 
pick it up a couple days later, have some more conversation, maybe one more session, like one more instance of conversation, conversation, conversing, bleh. conversation work too. Yes. Jesus. I wonder if he can't even speak. Just fell off. Honestly, I just put a fucking like my one of my main picks on there was like a, a live shot, and all of a sudden, you know, I was just getting. But I, I always wanted a normie. I don't want a fucking. You don't want an alt, or a, a, a person from the scene, if no. you will. No, fuck no. I wanted normies too. But I did fine. I did quite well on there, you know. But yeah, I just. And then to find out, you know, that a Mescal Brothers and Mike Messenger, like Jesus Christ, <laughs> I like Mikey, but yeah, I like he's him just, just fine. A fucking weirdo. He's definitely an odd. He's an odd bird. I like him just fine too, but. I know exactly what you mean. I was shocked he was in the band. He, he, Rich brought him in because we just didn't have anybody. Oh, and Rich, Rich doesn't abide by our rules either. He doesn't. He doesn't abide by anybody's rules. Right. He lives life of his own accord. But uh, he was just like, yeah, my boy Mikey will do it, and he did. He showed up, played, but then that's it. That's all he would do. He wouldn't add anything. Mm. He wouldn't help with like booking or you know printing merch or anything like that. He brought nothing to the table. Nothing at all. He barely spoke. Yeah, he's not. So he's not even a good hang. He was all right on the rides to practice, but every mm. other thing, like no, because like shows, he was somehow meeting up with some fucking Tinder girl mm. at the show. That's you can't do that kind of so shit. So he would show up, play. Disappear, come back, right was your time to go home, and like that. And that also had in, like, all right, this could possibly lead to something bad down the line. Mm-hmm. So and then yeah. eventually we're like, we should probably, you know, send him packing. Yeah, and then he, he, he out of nowhere, he just quit. So, so we were like, oh, all fuck right. it. Yeah. All's well that ends well, I suppose. And you then, can't you can't be doing that kind of shit in a band. You can't mix your band and hooking up like yeah. that. That's just yeah. That you're never totally, ends well. No, you're totally right. It's just asking if, for something if stupid. If you meet a girl through music and you date, like li- actually date, form a relationship, mm-hmm. that's fine. Casual hookups with girls when you're in a band. Who you're going to see over and over and over. Yeah, and all you're going to do is dump in her and fucking and dip out. Yeah, it's not... It's, even if she's down with that at first and says she is, it's never going to go well. It's always going to end up awkward, weird, and just fucking... And that's fine. That's his shit to deal with. But like I said before, I'm too old to deal with it. I yeah. don't want to deal with some young fucking trim hound, you know, fucking... I don't feel like dealing with his shit. when Because it, it's not like it's going to blow back on him. It'll blow back on all of us. Yeah. And Evan's older than me, so we were just like, nah, I don't fucking want to deal nah, with that you'll, shit. Nah, you'll be that band with the guy, the band with that one guy in it. The guy that just does nothing but fuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, which would be whatever if he brought other shit to the table, but he didn't. He don't. Oh, Mikey. Not a bad kid, though. I mean, I don't know what happened to him. He got kicked out of his other band. Yeah, he just, and he doesn't really come around either. He never really did. No. That's what. Uh, why, yeah. That's exactly why I said I was shocked he was in a band again. I was like, and it's not like you? like some people don't really come around anymore because, you know, life. Once you get older, you got more responsibilities to do. Yeah. Like I would love to be around more, but you know, I just shit happens. Don't have the fucking time, and when I do occasionally have the time, I got like me shit I want to do sometimes, you know, like today. Yeah. So I just don't get out as much as I want to, but he had no excuse. I've I've like I totally agree. Like my my life, I'm I'm barely getting older as it is, but I still am feeling it. Like I have more bills than I ever have had before, so I can't just travel to any show any old time. Plus, like I've been I've been in this shit for so long now. I'm like, what's gonna blow my skirt up? Is it going to be another local show? Maybe. Maybe not. And on top of that, I've been going to so much more stand-up shows now. Like, you know, the yeah. vi- the vibe at a stand-up show is better than any great show you could possibly well, go to. Well, metal shows have a better vibe than hardcore shows these Absolutely. days. Absolutely. But still. There's not as much politicking around. Still. Who's friends with who, who's not, you know, that dumb shit. 
that I'm just too old to care about. You can you can give yeah. me the you can give me the best possible lineup of a music show, but if there's a good comic in town, I'll probably go the the, the way of the comic. Another thing is is like even if like I wasn't into the band's playing, I used to just go just for the social aspect. Yeah, but even now it's like a lot of the like, and I hate to sound like old man yells a clout, but like my generation and like the generation like immediately after, we're social. Like, if you didn't know somebody, if you saw them at a show three times in a row, you would eventually have a conversation with that person. Yeah, what's up with you? And then eventually you would know them, and eventually, every time you'd see them, you'd say what's up, and eventually you became, not like BFFs, but you You became friendly friendly enough that if you were hanging out front, you could shoot the shit with them. Yeah. Whereas, uh, the generations probably, like, immediately after, if if they don't know you, if you're not one of their friends already, they're not gonna go out of their way to say hi to you and if you go out of your way to say hi to them they look at you like you got three fucking heads yeah people definitely treat people strange and you're just like what the fuck you're just like like you can't like and metal metal heads are different they'll see the band on your shirt and walk right yeah. up to you and talk Good about band. them yeah. tell you what their favorite albums or songs are by that band and to talk to you for like half hour straight not even know you and it's just like a, the vibe's better mm-hmm it's much better. There's no uh, click to it or anything like that. I've been known to do that very thing. Like, I still love hardcore. Mm-hmm. I love it a lot. But, I don't know, man. It's, it's just... <laughs> and, like, all the people that I could be social with that I already know don't come around anymore are dead. <laughs> you know, it's just like... Or, even for the same reason, those people that we know don't come around anymore because they're like, the vibe fucking sucks anymore. Yeah. I don't like... like I think, but uh, sp- speaking for my generation, like your may- generation was fine. Maybe, may well, like I was gonna say, maybe it wasn't every like, like you see a person three times. If I've seen a person like six times, eventually yeah. we'll we'll end up doing the same shit. And the thing is, like your generation too, six times, that could be like two months. There is that too. You know, you guys have plenty of shit going on, but yeah, now it's just like there's a I'm looked at as at an like an oddity now because of my age mm. you know and it's just like no one wants to fucking say what's up to some fucking 40 plus year old you're definitely an outlier yeah that's why I like a lot of the lifers out there it's like people look at them like they're mutants there's only like what you guys are still doing this in your 40s some guys in their 50s there's only some that are really awesome all the rest of them are kind of but it's only weird this area yeah like when we when Iron Price would travel out of town for shows, we go to other cities, and it's completely different. Like the young kids and the old heads were hanging together, mm-hmm. shooting the shit. It's definitely like you that say in what's the up South. to some random kid like out front of the show, and they would say what's up to you? like right back to you. Yep. They wouldn't stare at you like you're fucking just pulled your dick out at a park. <laughs> it, it's just different. It's definitely like that in the South. It's definitely like that in the Midwest. I can speak it's from experience. That, like the the super Northeast too. It's still like it's still all right. Like uh, above New England type shit. Even Northern New England's not bad. Right. New but England, but like uh, New York, like the city and below New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Maryland is kind of like that. It's kind of just like and like. You can be an old head, but you better be an old head in a band that's been around for 40 years. Or no one's going to fucking give a shit about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Or who, you, or like not going to want to talk to you or get to know you or anything like that. So it's just kind of, there's no welcoming vibe like there used to be. And the thing is, like when I first started going to shows, there was also no welcoming vibe. Because I was fucking 15, 14, 15 when I first started going around. And it was all dudes in their like late 20s. And shit, and they wanted nothing to do with me because I, I didn't go, get into it with a group of friends. I was pretty much by myself. I was taking the dart to shows, and like hiring cabs to bring me home and shit like that. And people were just like, didn't want anything to do with me. But then eventually, you know, you figure it out. But that's why when I started booking, I was like, I, I wanted to push the whole thing of get to know the people that are at your shows get to know the people you know that are coming to see your band and just kind of make it social and then honestly it was just like that until 
recently. Yeah. The clickiness is just fucking counterproductive and doesn't help I anybody. I fucking don't like it. But, you know, there's still there's still exceptions to the rule. There's still bands out there of great kids mm-hmm. doing cool shit, you know, having fun and being cool kids, you know, and it's fine. Thank God for those people. Yeah. But cuz yeah. otherwise I'd be f- I'd be so goddamn done with hardcore. I don't know if I'll ever be done. My friend completely. My friend, um, we're, we're on the fucking Patreon. My friend Mac was talking about that very thing. He um, he was like, if I wasn't, because he's he's like, he's he's trying his best to go head first into stand up, because right. he's like legit. He's hosted legit shows at comedy clubs and like he's on his way to being a working comic. And he was like, if I wasn't doing my band right now, Killing Pace, I would probably never go to shows again minus like one or two a year and i was like i understand that i completely understand where you're coming from at this point because it's so like like you said uninviting the po- in the northeast especially the yeah. politics the politics are such fucking bullshit you can see right through it all he's from what richmond right richmond yeah his area is not that great either no for that they got the tail end of this northeast shit that yeah. we have because right below richmond it's not like that at all the, Car- the, the Carolinas the, rule. The Kakalakis are awesome. Yeah. I was about to say that. They're a great place, man. I played. I've I've played, even in my, in my younger days, I played some of my favorite shows in specifically in North Carolina. North and South are fucking just fantastic. I only played South one time, but still, same, same diff. And v- Richmond sucks, but I always like Virginia Beach. I had, I had a gun pulled on us at Virginia Beach, so I'm neither here nor there. gun pulled on me in multiple places. <laughs> honestly, most times I probably had it coming, but... We didn't have it coming. Yeah, We were just... You probably did. No. We were just little kids who you, didn't know any better. You were probably in Ikea, moshing, <laughs> moshing in your new car. Moshing to my... Yeah. Moshing in your new car. Yeah. But as far as him doing comedy and doing music, there's no reason also you can't do both. But it's just, you know. Also, with shows and stuff, even if it's a show I really, really, really want to see, if it's on, like, a Thursday night... It's tough. Yeah, it's just, like... I I used to be able to go to a show on a Thursday night, get up at 5 in the morning, and go to work. Yep. And, it'd be, and it'd be nothing yep. wrong with it. Fresh as a daisy. Yeah. But now, if I do... If I could, like, say, like, I don't get home till like, 1 tonight, right? And I got to get up at 5 and go to work. As God is my witness, that's not going to happen but today. Keep just, going. Like, but if I could say I get home at, okay, say I get home at 1, mm-hmm. I got to be up at 5, I will still be recovering for that on Thursday. Yeah, you, you'll be useless for I'll a be days. still be playing catch-up ball until Thursday. So it will wipe me out for like half a week. And it's just like, God damn it, I can't do it anymore. And it's not like when I used to have buster jobs where you can like, oh, who gives a fuck? I'm working at a gas station. Who gives a shit if I'm tired the next day? Yeah, you can half-ass Now it's it. just like, no, I can't. Too much is riding. I have responsibilities. There's people who's who are relying on me pulling in money. It's like, I, yeah, I can't do it anymore. So it's got to be something really, really good for me. To say, all right, I'll go out on a weeknight. Yeah, it's you gotta it's you gotta think about it as like at what cost? Yeah. Like, do I want to? Do I want to be basically paying? Do I want to be paying this back? Is it worth it? Yeah. No, didn't think so. Mm. I think about that. I, I, I'm still pretty capable of like bouncing back the next day, but still that that next day of wor- the entire day of work, I'm shot. I'm not doing a great job. Yeah. And, and I don't like that. And I'm not... I don't work at a place where there's a lot of us. It's right. two of us. Sometimes three. So if I suck tomorrow, I'm bringing another person down. That yeah. person's relying strictly on me. So, yeah. It's one thing if you're working at like a, a place that has like 30-plus employees. Like mine. If you stink, whatever. You got 29 people to pick up the slack. Mm-hmm. But if you're working at a place of two, yeah, it's not going to go well yeah even my particular department there's one two there's like six of us yeah 
But yeah, I'd love to have that energy still and be able to do all that. Because there's cool shit still going on. Comedy show-wise, music show-wise. Mm-hmm. But is it worth it to, you know, be tired for four days? I don't know. Not, like, enjoy yourself while you're out because everybody around you is just an ass. You know, just like... And I don't... Yeah, I just don't want to get back into shit about, like, having to worry about what band doesn't get along with what promoter. I hate or what it. person doesn't have the matching t-shirt with another person. And then have, you know, the worry about fights breaking out around you. Ugh. And it was one thing when I was a younger man, and I, I was fighting too. But it's like, now, I don't have eye insurance, I don't have dental. So, yeah, a chipped tooth costs a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Glasses are expensive. It's it's not a, it's, it's a young man's game, and I'm just not young anymore. No. But I still, I still love the music. I love the idea about it, the yeah. DIY thing. There's nothing like it. At all. At all. And I've been doing it for a very long time. I mean, I started, like I said, when I was fucking 14. You're coming up You're coming up on 30 years in the... I'm coming up theme. on 30 years. That's crazy. And honestly, I don't know anything else as far as an extracurricular activity or a hobby. You could throw axes or something. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's live music and reading are, like, the only things I do. So it's like... I don't know. It's also one of those things where when you talk about it to the norm, they can't believe that we go see live music as much as we do. Yeah. Like, they're... They can't... Nope. The regular person can't conceptualize what we do. With hardcore metal and punk and stuff like that, you could honestly... In, in the area that we're lucky to be in, you could go see something weekly. I was for a long time. Weekly. And, and not even settling for sh- piss poor shows. No. You could be Quality. seeing great stuff. and Or at least good. There's been many, many times where I've had to pick between one or the other of something great. Yeah. Or or three things that are all happening on the same day. I'm like, ah, fuck, do I go to fucking Baltimore Soundstage today for the metal yeah. show? Or do I go to the hardcore show in Philly? Or is there, like... Yeah. We have an abundance of shit to and do. And thinking about it, like, well, you're... Actually, your parents are different since your dad does what he does for a living. Yeah, but I came up. I, bo- I was born in this shit. My dad, I'd say, in his combined years of life, and he's pushing eighty, has probably been to about a dozen concerts. That's so fucked up. A dozen, and this dude loves music, loves it. <laughs> According to who? Him probably. Yeah, he really does love it. I mean, I said before, he used to have a dresser full of Grateful Dead bootlegs. He, like he's the one who showed me music He has multiple guitars And he has all this musical equipment But he's probably only been to like a dozen Or maybe I'd say 20 tops Musical performances In his life I've done that In about two months at some point You know it's like That's ridiculous A dozen? People. Shit Yeah That's also counting shows I was playing and shit too But Oh I'm not even I can't even like we can't even quantify that. I probably played more shows in the span of six months than a lot of people go will even attend in their lifetime. Yeah. When it comes to like normies and shit like that. Oh yeah. When my when when one of my bands was busy. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, other people just don't don't look at that like that's fucking crazy. You know, a knock on wood. I have no hearing difficulties or anything like that. All it is is I have fucked up hips and knees because I'm A, overweight, and B, you stand on concrete for hours at a time. It's just, standing at shows is not great. Oh, I fuck. It's it. not my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> I, I do somewhat regret Breaking Edge years and years and years and years and years and years ago. But you know what's great? One thing that's great about it, access to the bar area at most venues, which means chairs. Seats. <laughs> Stools or yeah. whatever, whatever. Yeah, I remember when I first was uh, went to the Trocadero Theater and went upstairs to the bar area. I was like, "Wait, I can do this without getting rubbed up against by shirtless, sweaty dudes, <laughs> and I can sit and enjoy this." This is a fucking game changer. Yeah, that it, seating it, up there is awesome. <laughs> so, 
let that be less than anybody. Even if you're straight edge, stay straight edge, first of all. It'll save you money in the long run. But B, once you hit 21, start showing your ID to the guy at the bar and going and just using it strictly to sit down <laughs> for a nice places to sit. Otherwise, you had to make sure you knew a band who you could sit behind their merch table when you retired. That's the best. <laughs> Man, I love doing merch. I hated doing merch. <laughs> That's why I did finger quotes because I don't sell a goddamn thing. Because you can never thing. fucking. <laughs> you still weren't sitting. Half time you had a table, but there wasn't a chair back there. If there, if there was, there was a chair. I'll bring one. <laughs> and you're standing, digging through boxes and shit. Fuck that. I hate it. I don't mind it as long yeah. as there's a place to sit. If you if there's if there's a place to sit at a show, I can be pretty much anywhere. Oh god. <laughs> I think all shows. You know, everybody complains about. The horseshoe, you know? This might be a little inside baseball for people who don't pay well, attention to luck, DIY music. Luckily, this is the Patreon. Yeah. I think all of us do. And most of them on there, yeah. I think. But everybody bitch about the horseshoe. But it'd be so sick to have, like, a horseshoe in the back of chairs. <laughs> just yeah. seats. For all the guys like me who still want to go out and support, but just, I don't know, I can't fucking do it. I just want to take a load off sometimes. Yeah. Is that so bad? Like and, it, and people hit me up about like going to fests and shit. I'm like, it could be a fest of all of my favorite bands ever playing, and I still would not want to go. I there's no type of music I can listen to for like 20 hours or whatever straight. I can't do it. There's not much I'll do for eight. I eight, cannot do it. The, there's not much I'll do for eight hours without getting paid for it. Let alone 12. Like, do you want to, like, stand no. and listen to heavy metal for 12 hours? No. Even if, like, shit's, like, the most, like, across-the-board diverse bands, you're just like, nah. No. I'd rather go to, like, the the four to five band, six, you know, tops, and get it that done. That's fine. I'll Or I'll take the bullet and I'll show up late as fuck and just see the band I wanted to see. Yeah, but and I'll catch all the other bands some other time. And especially if it's the ones where like there's multiple stages. It's like, wait, so there's something even more exhausting about that. And what is that? <laughs> Why if there's three stages or two? If there's Ma- two stages, I'm I'm five times as tired. I remember Maryland Death Fest one year was like oh, five venues. What a goddamn I was like, nightmare. Are you fucking with me. And I think on the the one day I went, there was seven bands I wanted to see. None of them were playing the same venue except for no. Why would they be? Three were playing one venue, one of the venues. Maryland Deathfest is like that too. Yeah, it's spread out. This is the one where like one of this. It was two stages under an overpass. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, is that the year Bolthrower played? 2013. No, this is maybe 2015. That's well. That's the only time I went was when Bolthrower played. And I one of the, one of the fucking, bands I saw under the fucking overpass was Godflesh. That's sick. No, it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't? Look, I like Godflesh. I love listening to them. But, Live, boring as fuck. Uh, Do you want to watch just two guys stand there in the same position and barely move and just play the they play the songs exactly how they sound on the record? So it's not like it's even remotely different from what you do listening to it at home. Well, that's on them. There's like a, a big, there is a big projected screen behind them showing stuff. And that's kind of cool for about 15 minutes. But they play for like 45. And yeah. Like, <laughs> and like, I've had enough. I was going to say, that's how long the set should be. I was like, that's enough. When I saw Fulci, Fulci was doing that same thing, but it was only about 25 minutes. Yeah. And that's they perfect. headlined. They had shit behind them. Sounded just like the record because they use a drum machine. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. But I mean, that's that's my Godflesh played great, but it's just like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I I saw like I witnessed a really funny thing at Maryland Death Fest. Oh, the vibe at Maryland Death Fest fucking rules. <laughs> some of the I've met some really cool fucking people there. If you're if you're like a partying metalhead, there's nowhere better to go. Even if you're not parting metalhead, it's just friendly. The most yeah. friendly environment ever. Yeah, metal metalheads largely are fucking sick. That's why. But I well, this is the 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 reason for this story is because at Maryland Death Fest, there's a mixture of a cra- of a crowd 
And sometimes, a lot of the times, actually, there'll be crusties there. I love crusties. I can't. They bug the fuck I out of me. I love them. Why? They're so entertaining to watch. Okay, that's fine. But when... <laughs> Uh, my fucking grin goes ear to ear every time I see a crusty <laughs> or, or a gaggle of crusties go into a room. I'm well, like, these guys are going to do something completely outrageous. <laughs> yes. And I'm just going to be like, all right, this is great. You know how uh, a group of geese is called a gaggle, right? Yeah. What's a group of gr- uh, crusties called? A gaggle. All right. So like Because they're all silly geese. Okay, fair. Well, <laughs> there were two crusties standing on a person's car. To watch over the fence I think at that yeah. venue Under the overpass And some guy was like I don't even know If he was at the show or not But He was just parallel Parked on the street And he goes Hey Get off my fucking car And what would a typical Krusty do they, Spit at him They go We're just trying to see The show man Oh And he goes No Get the fuck off my car <laughs> And they're like They like Basically no sold him And they're like Eh Whatever. So he grabbed one of them by the leg and pulled him off the car <laughs> onto the ground. Damn, what a bunch of bitch crusties. Real ones would have spit on them. <laughs> or cut them or something, yeah. I would think. I always assume crusties are dangerous. Some of them are. Like, they have razor blades and shit, and they'll use them because they're out of their minds. Yeah, because they love smoking crack. Yeah, they're, they're largely homeless people. The, the old real, West the real Philly ones. crusties were always great for that reason. Like, this is going to be fun. But yeah, that one of the last years I went to Maryland Death Fest, I was wearing a Marauder long sleeve, and I had so many South Americans coming like Marauder, <laughs> and like growling in my face, and then just sitting there and talking to me <laughs> in a language I didn't understand. All I could pick out of the, the language was song titles for a master killer. Yeah, Portuguese is something else. And I was just like, all right, cool, man. And then they're like fucking smashing beer cans on their heads. I'm like. You guys are awesome. That sounds great. <laughs> like you guys are fucking fun. Like how great? Like that's what that's what hardcore needs to adopt is that type of mentality of just seeing somebody in a shirt they that of a band they like and going up screaming the name in the person's face <laughs> and then smashing something on their forehead. <laughs> that's funny. Instead, like the I can't believe you don't like <laughs> crusties. Crusties are so funny. People, they're entertaining. I will give you that. Crusties will go into a show and say things like, what do you mean I can't bring my dog in? <laughs> like, that's fucking hysterical. $3? I don't have $3. <laughs> <laughs> I just, every time I see him, I was like, this is going to be hilarious. <laughs> and like, like, yeah, we're not paying like 10 bucks. We're only here to see this band. Right. And like, All right, well, you still got to pay this. And like now, and the, but they'll still stay at the show the entire time, and constantly try to sneak in, constantly get caught. It's fucking great. I love them. <laughs> they, they, you know what they they'll, are? <laughs> they'll dig through trash, which is always fun to watch. <laughs> One of my favorite things is like how they piss. What does that mean? <laughs> All right, look, you you're out front of a show that you're not paying to go into, and you got to piss. What do you do? I find the side of a venue or something. Uh huh. Or like. Two cars close together and you go in between them, right? In my desperate times, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done it. Crusties will, especially the women, they fucking love this. <laughs> they will drop trowel in the middle of a large group of people and just go. And you're just like, first off, A, a for balls. <laughs> Another A plus just for, like, again, sheer balls. Oh. Or lack of, you know, whatever. Yeah, but, sure. God damn it. We're it's inclusive just like, here. <laughs> and just watching all of like, the fucking kids that had showered that day just look at them and just like, oh, what is happening? And you're just like, this must be your first crusty experience. Welcome, <laughs> wel- welcome to their way of life. It's like a tourist going to New York or something. You see, like, like yeah, they go show up with dogs that have, like, alopecia. <laughs> and it's just fucking great. I don't understand anybody who doesn't like crusties. Like, so- I wouldn't want to live with them or hang out with them. <laughs> oh. No. And but they're funny as far as entertainment value. Just as as a people watcher, they're great. And they make some badass jams. So I gotta Sometimes, give them that. yes, they do. I gotta give them that. Sometimes, yes, they you sure do. You ever go to a crusty show when you're the only non-crusty there? I've been very clean at a crusty show oh, before. Dude, that is fucking fun too. <laughs> just getting stared down because like you 
your clothes have been washed in the last week. And I'm smiling. Yeah, you're just like, what the? F-? They're like, and you're like, what is this? Oh, uh, it's awesome. Is this these yuppies that we keep hearing about? <laughs> it's like, no, nah, I just, you know, wear deodorant. I don't like. I'm. I'm not like fucking Jason Bait or Jason. What's his name from uh, SLC Punk or nothing? But I, I'll be visit. Like you. You remember SLC Punk? No. The, the, uh, well, anyway, there was a, a character in the movie who always wore like a polo and really clean clothes, and uh-huh. he stood out for that reason. Wow, what a great movie! But anyway, what a great movie! <laughs> wow, what a great movie! Let's see. I came up with that dialogue. That's good stuff. Wow. What a great old... How about we have a guy who wears normal clothes? Fucking sign it, seal it, send it to the fucking printing press. What's this guy? Jason. Certified gold. You want to rap for now? Yeah, it's been it's been long enough. We'll, uh, we'll report back after the show, probably. Yeah. On the way home. And, um... I have all the shit with me, so I'll see what happens. Likely nothing, but who knows? Bye. Okay, pendejo.